This is Jones Financial Talk with Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Nick provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Jones Financial Talk with your host, Nick Jones. Well, hello and welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. My name is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Listeners, if you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, please give us a call at 541-773-9567 or visit us online at jonesfinancialtalk.com. And while on our website, please click on the radio page to check out our past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And as always, don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. Now, today we're going to talk a little bit about how to protect yourself and your money from scams. I mean, most of us get up every day and head off to our job, happy to do an honest day's work for an honest day's pay. But unfortunately, not everyone thinks that way. And in reality, there are so many financial con artists out there just waiting to rip good, honest people off. Some of their schemes are complex that we're going to talk about, and some of them are so simple, it's amazing that they ever get away with them. So on today's show, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the more common financial scams and what you can do to help protect yourself. But before we do that, let me introduce my co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. How are you today? I am great. Uh, I've had a great week. Thanks for having me on the show, Nick. And I'm excited about the show because a lot of people have been affected. It seems like uh, the rate of scams being pitched out there either via text email or phone has increased exponentially and uh, it especially targets uh, seniors so i'm glad we're talking about this today actually now they're they target everyone pretty much but uh, it seems like they often target seniors who may not be up on technology um and so that's that's a problem as well but uh, before we get into that, yeah, I've had a great week. How about you? How have you been, Nick? You know, things have been great. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I've had a couple of clients that recently had some issues with some financial scams. And mm. and that's what made me kind of think about, um, you know, the topic for the show today, sure. which we'll get into. But um, other than that, things are going great. Good. Good. Well, you know what? I mean, uh, you know, you want to take care of your family, look out for your neighbors, always tell the truth. That That's my motto. And I think it's important, but uh, I think people are basically decent, but we read about the bad eggs every day and they're the ones causing the problems with some of these scams. And, you know, you see news stories about somebody getting taken for thousands of dollars and my heart drops to my stomach. Uh, first, you're enraged that somebody would do that to a fellow human being. But second, you immediately begin asking yourself, hey, could I fall for that sort of thing? And uh, one I want to bring up right away uh, before you jump in is uh, this happened to me yesterday. It's so funny. You you should bring the show uh, topic today because yesterday I got a phone call and they left a voicemail message. Very professional. Uh, The first part was an automated and then a real person came on afterwards in the message itself and said, you know, you registered for the Publishers Clearinghouse giveaway sweepstakes. 
And I don't usually even do that, but I did actually this year, right? And I've <laughs> right, never right. gotten this call before. So I'm like, huh. And it says, it says, this is a notification that you've won. And here's where they made the mistake with me. You've won $5.6 million. Well, yeah, the real reality of that happening is, you know, nil. Slim. Yes. <laughs> very, <laughs> very slim. Very slim. <laughs> and I'm like, would they call? I'm not sure. Uh, but I said, I, this has got to be a scam. So I ignored it. And, and then I went online and looked. And sure enough, that's a very popular scam. And they will never call you. Uh, the publisher's clearinghouse will not call. And they will not email. They will only either do one of two things. Set a certified letter via regular mail. And it would be certified. And, or they will come in person to your door. Well, and, and you know, Tony, that's that's very interesting because you are correct. Most government agencies are not going to pick up the phone and call you um, right. to discuss something. I mean, they're going to send it via mail that they have a record of sending it to you for, right? Exactly. Um, and yep. and the scam is, here's how they get your money, is uh, they will ask for a money order. They want a, a money order uh, made out or a cashier's check to cover the taxes of your winnings. You have to pay them <laughs> right. the taxes. And then they'll say, we'll release this money today. If you give us your credit card number to charge the tax amount to, uh, then we will release your money. So, uh, gosh, and, and the, and that's not how the publisher's clearinghouse works. So, no. uh, or, or any sweepstakes that's legit. So don't fall for the sweepstakes winners, emails and phone calls that have been going around. That's my, Two cents. What do you have for us? Yeah, well, and and think of this, Tony, also. I mean, according to the FBI, seniors lose more than $3 billion every year to con artists. Wow. And that's a huge number, right? Yeah. And the, the truth is it's not just wealthy seniors that are targeted. I mean, a lot of low-income older folks are just as likely to fall prey to these scams. And don't think that it's always strangers that are committing these crimes. I mean, Unfortunately, this is a terrible stat to consider, but more than 90% of reported elder abuse, uh, which includes financial crimes, is committed by a family member. That's so sad. And those are jarring facts. So yeah. what's the first uh, common scam you have for us? So one of the most common ones are uh, or is the government in imposter scam. And it's probably the most common one yeah. around. And, yep. you know, this one is where the scammer calls and, and they target and pretend to be from the IRS, the Social Security Administration, Medicare or something similar. And like you just said, it's similar to the one you just dealt with. I mean, um, they may tell you that you have some unpaid taxes or you're going to be arrested if you don't pay up. Um, they might suggest that your Social Security or Medicare benefits are about to be cut off or reduced unless you provide them with some personal information. And so, you know, some fraudsters are so sophisticated that they even have phone numbers um, that they're calling from that appear to be the actual number from the agency uh, that they're pretending to represent. But like we said uh, just a few minutes ago, I mean, most of these organizations are not, they are not going to pick up the phone and give you a call. They're going to start with some kind of, um, you know, mail correspondence. Yeah. Yeah. A government agency will never call you regarding these things. So if you get a call and they say they're the IRS or the Social Security Administration or it's about your Medicare benefits, just hang up. You don't even yep. need to, if they say that, just hang up. And yep. uh, that's, uh, that's not good. Uh, I, that's my motto. When in doubt, hang up, find the agency's number online, uh, uh, from a reliable source and then call that number. Uh, if the phone call was legit, the information would be on file, but the government's not going to call you. 
they would that's right uh, they will only send uh, a regular letter uh to you so yep now tony you know the next common uh con is the grandparent scam <clears throat> and this is uh this is another diff- difficult one to discuss but often the scammer will reach out to an older person and just say something like hi grandma or grandpa do you know who this is you know and um, grandpa will throw a name out there and then the fraudster says, yes, yes. And pretends to be that person while they're on the phone. And then from there, it's just off to the races of what they're trying to get from, from the, um, you know, the person on the other line. And usually the crook will request money for, you know, an unexpected, uh, expense like a car repair or overdue rent. And, and, uh, more importantly, they'll probably ask the grandparent to promise, please don't tell anybody, don't let anybody know this is, you know, just something between us. And, and because these scammers, you know, typically ask to be paid by a wire transfer or gift card, I mean, once the money's gone, it's generally gone for good, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. And it, but if you work with a financial services professional, somebody like yourself, Nick, they can be a good resource if you believe somebody's threatening you or trying to get money from you. When it comes to your money, your financial professional uh, can help you smell a rat from a mile away uh, because you've seen it all and heard it all from your clients, right? Well, that's right. That's right. And, you know, maybe I'll mention the next scam, which is uh, has to do with Medicare. Um, You know, because most almost every American that's 65 or older uh, automatically receives Medicare, scammers already have a very easy end to try to con you with that. And in this scam, the the crook will typically pose as a Medicare rep, um, you know, requesting personal information like your Social Security number, your date of birth your bank account or something similar, just to just to verify that their information that they have is, is correct, right? But the truth is, I mean, you got to ask yourself, why would somebody from Medicare um, be calling you about your, trying to figure out what your birthday is, or your social security number is? I mean, after all, if you're enrolled in Medicare, it's, it's obvious that they already have all of that personal information. And so once again, I think one of the common themes of today is if something feels off during a conversation, it probably means that something is off and, um, you know, don't trust it. Yeah. If your gut's telling you something isn't right, trust your gut on that one. And uh, besides any legit business or organization is going to have no problem with you verifying what they're telling you or, uh, hang, saying, I'll call you back once I verify it, this and it, hang up and hang up. It, it, exactly. Exactly. Now, Computer tech scams are another really big one that we hear about often. And, you know, in this one, the scammer preys on the fact that some older folks feel intimidated by uh, modern technology. And, you know, you might be working on your computer and a pop-up message, for instance, or even a blank screen suddenly appears telling you that your device needs repair. And um, when you call the number that's on the screen, you know, the crook will either request some remote access possibly to your laptop or your computer, or they'll demand payment for uh, the repair of it. And, you know, if, if you receive this message and you just aren't comfortable with dealing with it yourself, I would suggest turning off your com- computer completely and asking a trusted family member to help you. Um, I mean, in worst case scenario, you could always take the computer to a local repair service shop, but very, very rarely is somebody actually going to legitimately um, need to get into your computer for something. If our listeners want some advice on their finances or uh, your advice on whether it might be a scam, how can they get a hold of you to set up that complimentary consultation, Nick? Well, sure, Tony. You know, as always, you can visit our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com or simply just give us a call at 541-773-9567. 
uh, to discuss how we might be able to help answer any questions that you have. That's what we're here for. All right. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Jones Financial Talk with our host, Nick Jones, right after this. Planning for income in retirement can be challenging, especially when it comes to Social Security. Our guide to Social Security can help you better understand and better implement a successful Social Security strategy. Download the guide by visiting jonesfinancialtalk.com or call Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions at 541-773-9567. Not only will you receive our guide to Social Security, but our entire retirement income toolkit, which offers much more. Welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. My name is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates. Listeners, if you'd like more information about what you hear on our show today or any previous shows, please give us a call at 541-773-9567 or visit us online at jonesfinancialtalk.com. There's plenty of information about previous shows on our radio page and you can subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, Listeners, during today's show, we've been discussing some of the most common financial scams that people often fall victim to and what you can do to protect yourself from them. Um, And so let's further that conversation now. Yeah, it's been a good one so far. And while I imagine it might be scary for people to hear about just how common some of these scams are, I think the good news here is that with a little research and some due diligence and just some information and awareness, you can really protect yourself from scams like this. What's the next financial scam you have for us? Well, you know, Tony, it actually is very similar to the one that you mentioned at the beginning of the show. It's, um, you know, it's sweepstakes and lottery scams, but with another twist. And so you've got to always think about like, what are they going to actually ask you for um, to understand where these cons are happening? But, um, you know, this is this is a pretty common one. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners are somewhat familiar with them because um, they tend to get a fair amount of, of media attention, um, as you mentioned. And so, you know, in, in another related scheme, like you were talking about with yours earlier, for, you know, people that are that are doing this would um, would would basically call and say that you are the winner of the lottery or sweepstakes, but they need you, you know, to make a payment to unlock that prize somehow. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, um, they, f- they find a way to get you to be the victim by sending them a check that, um, you know, um, th- that will repay that, but they, they could have things in place that make the original, you know, sweepstakes or lottery check look very, very legit. Um, you know, and, and they, they say, well, here you go, you just go ahead and take it to your bank and, and, uh, put it in and let's, you know, and, and it'll clear. Obviously, it takes three, four, five, six days for that to happen, and the check is obviously revealed to be worthless. So, yeah, you know, um, the unfortunate thing is, you just really have to protect yourself and not trust that um, anybody would would um, you know you you don't want to just put yourself in a situation where you're willing to give them money for some reason before you actually have anything that you've actually won. Right. And so that's something you just really need to consider. Right. And and if you work with a financial services professional, uh, someone like yourself, Nick, then you can feel comfortable in reaching out to that person to get that second opinion if you feel like somebody's trying to take advantage of you. Uh, and I know you're happy to help folks out there take care of their money. Well, for sure. And that's that's one one thing that we uh, discuss on our shows. And today today's topic is more just some educational help because sure. I just feel so bad for so many of our clients that do go through these situations yep. and um, are, are, you know, possibly in the situation. And so, you know, the, the next um, common form of, of elder fraud is through robocalls and phone scams. 
Um, and, you know, fraudsters can use their latest technology to just a, a huge number of households around the world all day long. And once they have somebody on the line, you know, there's just so many different ways that they can try to rip you off. Right. And um, I mean, some may tell you something like, and I get this one all the time. I, I can't believe how often I hear it on my on my cell phone, especially is, you know, your car's warranty has expired and you need to re-up it, um, you know, or, or the other ones say, hey, can you hear me? Can you hear me? And as soon as you say yes, they hang up. And from there, they use your recorded voice to authorize fraudulent charges on a stolen credit card or or one of your other accounts. And mm. so if you think that you've fallen for this one, I just really encourage you to reach out to your bank and credit card companies and even your financial services professional to alert them about the potential fraud for sure. Yeah, if in doubt, reach out. I mean, the cold reality is you may not know you've been scammed until after the scam is completed, but uh, your financial companies, your financial professional can help you uh, quickly get ahead of the situation. Definitely. And, you know, you also have to be in um, and, and understand that there's so many emotional things that could be tied to one of these scams. Um, I mean, for instance, this unfortunately has happened to a friend of mine, uh, a romance scam. Where, I've never um, heard of that one. Yeah, it's very, very interesting, but it's somewhat common in older folks, to be honest with you, because uh, it's a pretty straightforward con job uh, in which the scammer just kind of hits internet dating sites looking for victims. Um, but, you know, using fake profiles and social media accounts, they they seek to exploit, you know, um, your loneliness as, uh, you know, as a senior. And, and the fraudster will often claim to be living overseas and will ask for money to help cover the cost of visas and medical emergencies and travel expenses to come visit you. Um, but, you know, the, the downfall of this and what I found out with one of my friends is, because this tends to be a very long-term scam, you know, waiting to kind of get together with that person eventually, uh, they, the, the bad guys can really, really get a lot of money um, out, of, uh, out of you, you know, before you actually understand what's going on. And, um, you know, just, just last year, the Federal Trade Commission estimated that seniors lost $85 million in romance schemes. Oh, um, yeah. And you know somebody who actually uh, was taken advantage of in that way, huh? I, I do. And, you know, it's um, unfortunately, That's you know, sad. in that situation, she pulled money out of her retirement account to oh. help cover the cost to get her friend over and it ended up being, you know, terrible for them, obviously. That's terrible. That's really not good. Uh, that's a really despicable scam because it exploits the fact that uh, there are people, especially a lot of seniors, live alone and their kids and grandkids may not have the flexibility to spend a lot of time with them. And that means they can be isolated and lonely. And, uh, and no matter how busy you are, if you have an older person you love, make sure you reach out to them often with a simple phone call so you know they're okay <clears throat> and, and that they know you're thinking about them. I, I think that helps as well. You know, Tony, one thing we haven't mentioned uh, so far about this is as a result of COVID and, and um, us spending, uh, you know, as a population, a lot more time at home, especially for the senior population, this is really... Um, given the con artists even more opportunity to yeah. reach out and try to get a hold of you. Right. That's because we're true. so many of us are at home so much more often. And so, yeah, so, yeah. So, much, so many people are that much more isolated. You're right. You're right. And, um, and you know, the next common scam I was going to mention to you is internet email and text message fraud, which kind of leads right into that. And, you know, um, this one is just a doozy because there are just so many different ways that scammers can use it. Um, you know, as we noted earlier in the show, because some older folks aren't entirely comfortable with technology, 
they've become um, common marks for this particular fraud. And so we've already addressed the pop-up window computer scam. Um, but now let's take a look at, you know, email and text messaging phishing scams, which are just as bad. And, and with these cons, you know, the scammer crafts a message that looks nearly, uh, you know, exactly like something that you would receive from a company or business that you trust requesting your personal information um, or asking you to update your credit card payment information, for instance. And then they'll use that information that you've given them to steal your personal and financial information. And like with phone scams, um, you know, you don't feel like, um, you know, in, in general, I, th I think one of the things is don't feel like you need to respond immediately. Right. Think these things through a little right. bit. You know, I mean, if you get a random email or a text um, from your bank or credit card company, but something just doesn't feel right about it. I mean, find their contact information and give them a call. Um, you know, they're going to be able to tell you wh whether the message is real or fake. And um, don't let, um, you know, don't forget that your bank or credit card companies or other institutions work for you. You don't work for them. Okay. And so the least that they can do is to answer your questions, address your concerns and, and help you figure out if somebody may be scamming you. I mean, there's a huge amount of financial liability that they have as well um, if if they don't help in these specific situations that we'll talk about in a while. Yeah. yeah. And once again, it's it's about your gut feeling. If something feels off, uh, really, you need to deal with it. So uh, during today's show, Nick, you've been talking about a lot of the common scams and frauds that older people fall victim to or a lot of us can fall victim to and how they may be able to better protect themselves so what do you have for us next? Yeah, we've covered a lot so far, but, um, um, you know, I think that um, we should switch gears a little bit just slightly and discuss how um, we can better protect ourselves and our financial accounts from from the outlaws who are who are looking to rip us off. That and sounds good. Yeah. You know, the, the, the main thing, Tony, that I would think through for sure for our listeners is constant vigilance. Right. Um, that's essential because con artists are doing anything possible to. Um, you know, to stay one step ahead of us all the time. And one example of that is synthetic IDs, uh, which are becoming uh, increasingly more and more common. And so with this scam, the crook combines public and stolen data to create a synthetic ID that can be used, you know, and, and good is so good that it can be used to actually work with facial recognition. Wow. I I'm going to get heartburn just thinking about that one. So uh, Nick, when it comes to protecting our accounts, uh, what's the first thing you'd recommend then? Yeah, so the, the first thing is to make sure that you're aware of all of your various accounts. And that sounds really simple, right? But I mean, really, you know, I, I can tell you from experience working with many of my clients that it's very easy, uh, more than you think, right, to forget about uh, just a random account, especially some of the smaller ones. Sure. <clears throat> and so, once you have a full roster of your accounts and their locations, you can move on to more concrete sec uh, security steps like maybe multi-factor authentication. Um, many banks, credit card companies, or other financial in institutions provide this as an option. And although it might seem, um, you know, at first glance to be a little bit of a, a pain, you know, uh, one of the ways um, that, that is easy um, is to get that multi-factor authentication through a text message. And so <clears throat> with this message, you'll enter your password before you being logged onto your account. You're going to receive a text message so you can confirm that you are actually the person that's accessing the account. And that's very, very common in the financial world. Um, and while it may take a few seconds longer to get onto your account, 
that kind of step is going to go a long way in making all of your accounts safer. You know, earlier in the show, you were talking about the various kinds of financial fraud that are out there. Uh, and I think working with somebody like yourself can help protect us from these scams. Well, yeah, because I mean, you know, savvy financial professionals know that uh, a big part of our job is to make sure that our clients are confident about their assets. I mean, that's just the truth. So these are the types of conversations you should be having with your financial services professional for sure. Um, you know, and, a, and another tip I'd throw out there as well along the kind of the same lines is using a password manager. This has become something that's <clears throat> pretty new, but good. Um, and it helps you get out of the habit of using the same password over and over, um, <clears throat> you know, and, and that just keeps things more secure. And there are many programs out there where you can use long and elaborate passwords for every one of your accounts. And then that program remembers um, those, th those passwords on your behalf. And some have free versions, as you talked about with some of those free credit reports as well, Tony. But, um, um, you know, others do charge um, once you, once you kind of jump into the premium version of that. And there could be a monthly cost. So just be aware of that as well. Sure. Yeah, I use if you have uh, Mac products, they have a password keychain uh, that's built in, and and that works really well, and it generates longer passwords for you. So, uh, you know, uh, the more sites you use, and the more you go online, the more vulnerable you become to fraud, and the more important that becomes is to have better passwords. Right, right, and. You know, another thing that is um, important, I think, to keep in mind here, and it maybe sounds a little weird coming from a financial advisor saying to, uh, you know, use credit cards. <laughs> um, but the truth is when you're making online purchases with a credit card rather than your debit card, um, it's just a really, really wise security step. Um, clearly, I would want you to pay the credit cards off every month, not keep a huge balance there. But the truth is, um, if you use a debit card, you could be on the hook for up to about $500 in charges uh, from your bank. Um, and it could take between two and 60 days after the statement was sent to you that you, um, that you don't even get to report it, um, or that, that, that takes that long before you can sell it sure. with your bank. Now on the flip side, if you use your credit card instead, you're not going to be as responsible for as much. Maybe it's only $50 in bogus charges. And, you know, additionally, many credit cards today already come with, uh, as you know, zero fraud liability policies, yeah. which, which means use those in those, you know, situations where you should. Well, hey, we're out of time for today's show. Why don't you let our listeners know one more time how to get a hold of you? Sure. As always, listeners, if you like what you've heard today or want to discuss any retirement uh, or insurance topics with our firm, please give us a call at 541-773-9567 or visit us online at jonesfinancialtalk.com. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Jones Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Nick Jones at Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Call 541-773-9567 or visit their website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Insurance products and services are offered through Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions and Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions are affiliated companies. Nick Jones, Herstel Jones, and Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented 
presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.